0: Hi,
1: I'm Samantha Elliott. Hi, I'm Matthew Bessler.
2: And hi, I'm Jack Lawson. Coming back to you with episode two, The Killer Castle. We also have a special guest, so stay tuned for later.
1: This episode on H.A. Holmes Podcast, we will be telling you the story of his castle and how he used it to create a mass killing trap.
0: H.H. Holmes was an evil maniac with a castle built for killing. This was where he swindled money from his fellow drugstore owners and where he started his killings.
1: It was built from an empty lot in Englewood neighborhood of Chicago. He built a labyrinth structure with shops on the first floor and small apartments above. It contained
2: three stories where the upper floors had many small rooms to torture and kill his victims in. So I think he chose this location because Chicago already has a high crime rate, and -hmm. there's lots of people and lots of crime, so it wouldn't be so noticeable Mm -hmm. to see people go missing.
1: Also, I think it's due to the fact that it was in a popular location where lots of people would come by and see it, Mm -hmm. so it would be a good idea.
0: And also, there were a lot of unemployment, like people that were unemployed, and so they would easily take a job that, even if it scanned them the slightest bit, and- you know, Chicago is just an easy place for them to cover up their tracks and attract people easily.
2: Yeah. So-
0: the building looked perfectly normal from the outside, but what laid inside was a house of horrors.
1: He designed 100 windowless rooms that were soundproof, doorways that led to brick walls, trap doors, stairs that went to nowhere, chutes that perfectly fit bodies in a large kiln in the basement.
2: The shoots and trapdoors would transport bodies to the basement where he would burn them in the kiln, bury them in pits of quicklime, and sometimes sell the skeletons to medical schools.
0: This seems sketchy, but schools in the 1800s never asked where the bodies came from. The walls had built-in gas jets, flamethrowers, stretch racks, pits of acid, nooses, and a walk-in bank vault.
1: That's so So why do you think Holmes was so sadistic?
0: Well, like we talked about in our first episode, we had talked about how he lacked the family connections and the feelings of love, comfort, and warmth, and how he also had one friend who he was rumored to have killed, and also he was forced from his fellow schoolmates to touch a skeleton and that just really progressed the gross feelings that he had towards people.
2: Yeah. Um, and he had a lot of different killing methods too,
0: mm -hmm.
2: you know, with the acid, the flamethrower and then all the gas. I mean, he really Mm -hmm. was into harming and killing his people. Mm -hmm. So it shows how dark and evil he was.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I feel like he needed a lot of methods because he was extremely curious. You know, he had pharmacy work and, yeah. you know, he experimented in the woods when he was a little kid. On and all he, those
2: little animals, like, Jeff, yeah. like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, like
0: Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And He had just always been curious ever since he was a little kid. And I think he had been planning this for a while.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. The rooms were placed at an odd angle in narrow corridors, which provided very poor lighting from gas jets spread all across the walls.
0: Holmes structured dead ends and stairways that led to nowhere, which were interspersed with locked doors that only he could unlock. Holmes's personal office was adjacent to a locked room which stored a walk-in bank vault that had been modified to contain gas pipes.
1: This allowed Holmes to control this gas flow from any panel in his bedroom closet. The second floor was severely more intricate.
2: Initially, Holmes' self-designed building construction would take six months but keep continuously higher and fiber labor workers, extending it to an extra three months.
0: By doing this, it would save him a substantial amount of money and wages. In detail, he would accuse workers of substandard work and fire them right then and there without paying them a dime.
1: Holmes easily hid his design by keeping a high turnover and making sure each employee would only work on a specifically small part of the building. This was an easy way to lure victims into the hotel through employment, cover tracks, save money, and use cheap labor.
0: So, Jack, do you think H.H. H. Holmes was a good businessman?
1: I think he
2: was an excellent one. Although he was a unfair, mean man that would hire and fire workers, I think it was smart what he did because he did save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Although it did take an extra three months, his castle got completed. He had extra money in his pocket. And it looked less suspicious.
0: Mm -hmm. He really knew like what to do, how to handle it, how to save it. And he didn't really care what extent he had to take that to, you know, he didn't care what he had to risk. Um, But Cole, do you think the government ever caught this fraud?
1: To take it back to the first question, not only was he a good businessman, but he was a good hustler and a con artist. He was Mm -hmm. a hustler, spectacular. Mm
0: but do you think his government ever caught the fraud
1: i mean in the end they he did i mean they he was did charged catch, with it yeah they did catch him because i guess he was just getting a little too sloppy because mm-hmm. he thought he had the whole game in his bag like he thought he'd run the city yeah he did at one point but like i say he got sloppy yeah he didn't cover up his tracks um, yeah. maybe he forgot to fire some workers who were snooping around and then, I don't know, I guess they ratted him out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he would have certain workers go to certain places, so it would be easily distributed, and no one could really put two and two together of what was happening in that castle. But, you know, the they could have caught the fraud, and that led to his murder crimes, or it could have been the other way around. I guess we'll just never know. By 1892... The castle was finished already for the 1893 World's Fair, the Columbian Exposition. The castle's location was on 63rd and Wallace Street, taking up a whole entire block.
1: He rented out the second floor for the guests without anyone knowing what he intended to do to them. Many of the guests did not make it out alive, which is when the hotel got its name, the Murder Castle. Many
2: of his victims were women who were seduced, raped, and then murdered. He would often marry women who would then disappear months later. And our special guest today Samantha's brother, Derek. Derek, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Jack. Thank you for asking. Hi, Cole Hussain. How are you?
0: I'm oh, good. How are you? That's great. I'm glad you're So, you Derek, do you what have you thought
2: of the podcast so far since you've been sitting with us listening?
3: Well, I think it's fascinating learning his story. H.H. Holmes and what he did like, to people is crazy. Especially back then I feel like I just can't process how it's possible getting away with all those murders. Like you said 200, 200 right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a lot. It's, like, a it's a lot then, but like it's a lot now too. Like I feel like nowadays
2: you couldn't do that with all the technology. So you know, I think he was really smart with his murders, but what do you think he could have done better, Derek? Well, in the
3: end, as Cole said, he's being a little sloppy. And I feel like once you get sloppy, that means your ego has kind of gotten to you. Mm -hmm. And you're letting your cockiness evade you, you know. It's a God complex in H.H. Holmes, I think. And um, that can, like, basically distract you from what you really want to do. And basically, it happens a lot in the world. But, like, I feel like for H.H. Holmes especially, because he was a murderer. And he had, like, a plan. And his plan kind of got a little messy in the end, and that yeah. actually got him caught in his the end. His crimes caught
2: up with him. Yeah, his crimes <laughs> caught up
3: with him. And I feel like if he were, following his original no plan of, like, being very extra careful, it would have worked out for him in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's good he didn't, because we can, like, learn about this fascinating story, but I feel like, in his case, he wouldn't have gotten caught. He would have, like,
0: mm-hmm. maybe
3: moved away and lived a low-key life.
0: Yeah, and in the end, do you think he was smart about it, or do you think he could have been more secrete?
3: Well, I feel like... He was smart about it in the beginning because he did kill 200 people. And that is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that takes some skill. And, like, while he got caught in the end, I feel like he would have gotten caught regardless. But maybe his work wasn't the best in the end. And he could have, like, gotten more kills. That sounds so bad to okay. say. But um.
0: But that was his goal. That was his yeah. goal. Yeah, that so, was his goal. So... and. I-
3: intentions
0: do you think he had been planning this since he was a child well i feel like
3: as a child kids are so innocent you know i feel like an outside source had to affect it
2: somehow so like the two bullies and yeah like killing bullies the bullies maybe the yeah stuff like that like the yeah.
3: animals like his parents i don't think taught him like that but mm-hmm. i think outside stuff did and i feel like in like your teens like that like affects yeah. who you grow up to be and i feel like he had stuff like that like he was like in the wrong i don't know like yeah. Wrong. yeah. Wrong friend group. I I understand. Wrong friend group and, and
0: like, you know. led so, him
3: to be a murderer.
0: Yeah. and you Don't think, hang
3: out with murderers, guys.
0: <laughs> do not. Um, or else you won't be here very much longer. But so you think um, the trauma from being a child led to him like this, but he didn't necessarily plan it since he was a well, child.
3: Well, I feel like when you're a child, everything matters.
0: Yeah. Like yeah that. And you're
2: right. Children mm-hmm. are. The most part, innocent. They don't really think about killing two hundred mm-hmm. people
3: in a
1: exactly super yes. cool. Cast. But they're also very impressionant too. They are mm-hmm. impressionate That is true. Heard
0: that.
3: That's yeah. a true point. But I feel like from the yeah, exactly. I must agree with that.
0: And do you think something like this could ever happen again in the future?
3: I do not, know because others had security and all the extra added DNA cost technology. Of that. Yeah, testing. DNA fingerprints. Yeah, it all works. It'll be on your fingernails. Cops have like crazy methods of checking, like. Well, the FBI, they have, like, very, like, foolproof ways to find a murderer.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
3: they could find the littlest thing, and that could, like, lead them to the case. Like, if he left, like, one strand of hair behind, they could use that against him. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And what do you think interested you the most about this story?
3: I feel like the technology he used, because keep in mind it's the 1840s, and he's using, like, a foolproof, like, a house with, like, all this, like, crazy, evil stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you say he was innovative and creative. He was very innovative in and creative. He was. In, so in a sadistic, crazy way. But mm-hmm. I feel like, this is bad to say, but he inspired future murderers. I agree. Because, like I feel like. He okay, was the very first He, he had moment. gas chambers, right? Yeah. He okay, was so,
2: America's first like, hero killer. Right? Yeah.
3: So I feel like maybe, um, this is bad to say, but I feel like maybe like the Nazis were inspired by him with the use of gas chambers.
0: That was yeah I mean, what he did could have inflict, like inflicted what happens in later times and you know other killing methods you know he he really started it all. I, um, yeah,
3: I agree with that one.
0: And so did you personally enjoy it?
3: I did. And it was a very good story, guys. great work. I was interested in it the whole time, and you guys got my attention. I think, would you and,
2: recommend it to you know a friend perhaps? One who enjoys this dark, creepy nature. A
3: friend slash family member slash acquaintance slash teacher slash all the above slash Twitter. Now, before we end it,
1: I still have one more question. Let's hear it, Cole. Do you think if he did anything differently, it would affect or have a chain reaction later on in the future to other people who look at his work and try to copy it? What do you mean differently? What would he have done differently? yeah. Yeah. Or what would other people have done differently? What? But, like, to copy his if work, he got, like, things based off of what he did. When
3: you say differently, do you mean, like, different methods or, like, different not methods, getting caught?
1: They're de- not getting caught. Well, I feel like if he wasn't caught, Making he would Making a bigger building, killing fewer people, killing more people.
3: Well, well, man, I feel like if he was caught, or, like, if he wasn't caught, he wouldn't have, we wouldn't, like, know about him. And he wouldn't, like, maybe, I feel like there'd be a lot less murderers. Mm-hmm. That, that's weird to say. That's not true, but, like, they wouldn't, like, have the same methods that's yeah. him, and like it's not brought to the light if he wasn't caught.
0: Yeah, well, and also, you know, you learn from your history's mistakes, you know, you learn and you grow, and mm-hmm. this is not in the good way yeah. to grow, but
1: you know, silhouette. Yeah. It's yeah, do You think he sparked something? Oh, and a lot of sadistic people's eyes to pick up his work.
3: I've never heard of him until now, but I feel like he definitely inspired some people, mm-hmm. some evil people, but nonetheless, people. Well not really people, really. like
2: anyways. Thank you, Derek. It well, was great.
3: I'm glad Thank you,
0: you I'm glad you enjoyed this and I'm glad you. you learned something. Thank you. Thank, Thank you me. very Thank much. You Derek. Uh, mm. We hope you enjoyed learning about how H.H. Holmes built his castle, covered his tracks, trapped his victims, and how he murdered them.
1: Thank you for tuning in and listening to The Killer Castle.
2: Come back for episode three of H.A. Holmes' podcast to learn more interesting facts on this mysterious murder.